This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, host of the original Southern Remedy, the show where I answer your medical questions. Subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on any podcasting app. Thanks for tuning in to Everyday Tech. This is Abram Nanny with Sabir Abdul-Haq, an IT expert. Every so often on this show, we bring up the topic of connectivity in Mississippi. We've established Mississippi's growing need for internet access and answered a few questions on the subject. How has it improved in recent years? Why does it need to improve? How can we help? Today, we have Director Sally Doty of The Beam Project, who is going to help us answer all these questions in greater detail and tell us about her work in connecting Mississippi. Now, Sabir, how is it going, man? How I know you're uh, you're on Skype today, so everything's busy with the uh, with work. Yeah, it's always something. It's always something. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's been a been a pretty productive morning so far. Uh, fighting a few fires. I just want to say shout out to my end users because they told me about an issue that jumped off pretty early in the morning. We were able to jump on it in record time and get it taken care of. So. Uh, just shout out to my end users. They know who they are. Some of them are tuning in right now and uh, told them, like, man, thank y'all for letting us know so we can take care of things. It's been a active, active morning. So, yep. Right, yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I noticed I said that, that word that you don't like, busy. And I know you immediately corrected <laughs> yeah. me and said productive. Productive. Yeah, that's right. Yep. It's, that's right. It's, 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 productive. it's been a very productive morning. But glad to be here. Glad to be able to, you know, get the information I got from some of my folks so we can dig in and get them squared away. And shout out to my teammates who really dug in so we can get some some stuff taken care of. And, you know, we're we're back on track. So everything's good. That's right. Well, as yeah. I mentioned, we have the director of the Beam Project, Sally Doty, here Hi. in studio with us. Sally, welcome to studio. How's it going? Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to having a productive day. There we go. That's yeah. it. That's it. We're, that's a that's something that I haven't even learned yet. So we're picking I'm going to add it. that. Yeah. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, how did you get involved with such a large program? So this is a new state agency that was created by the legislature a year and a half ago. Uh, I actually served for a while in the legislature. I was state senator for uh, about nine years from southwest Mississippi. I had moved over to the public utilities staff. I was appointed there as executive director by the governor. We did some work with broadband expansion in that office. And then this new agency, when it was created, uh, I had the opportunity. uh, Governor Reeves uh, asked me to move over there. So I've been there for about a year and a half. The agency has been in existence for about a year and a half. So you were there from the beginning with it? Uh, Since before the beginning. Before the beginning. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sabia, you talked about uh, the ACP a while ago. Um, so yeah. this this subject is kind of it's it's been on your mind for a little bit. It definitely has with ACP and Sally. Great, great, great to listen to you and hear your voice and hear some of your your news and stuff that you'll be sharing with us. Uh, and definitely, I, I like to be not only try to be a subject matter expert in certain situations as much as I can, of course, uh, in terms of techie, but also a constituent. 
And so it's great to uh, it's great to hear from folks in leadership like yourself that can be able to share with our listening audience. I hear about different things. People say, well, I heard the, the radio show. What's this ACP mean? What? It's about to expire. What? We here in Mississippi. We're not about to have no internet no more. That's <laughs> and so it, it's great to hear. It's great to hear some, you know, hear it from the horse's mouth as it would, as it were, to uh, be able to say like, hey, this is what's happening up and, and what's happening, what's coming down the pipe, as it were, and uh, glad to have you on board. So, yeah. Thank you very much. So the yep. the ACP is the Affordable Connectivity Program. Correct. It is a federal program uh, run through the FCC, mm-hmm. and that program provides a $30 a month subsidy for your broadband service for folks who are below 200% of the poverty level, and then there's some other categories, definable categories. But the funding is expiring for that program right now. It has not be yeah. re- been refunded at the federal level I believe the funds run out in April. They have taken the last sign-ups right now for ACP, and we will all hold our breath and see what happens right. and if it is uh, funded. Uh, I think that it may be refunded maybe with some some reforms to it. Maybe it might look a little bit different, uh, but I'm I'm hopeful because it is an important program for so many of our Mississippians who struggle to afford that Internet bill. Right, for sure. And we, uh, I wish we had our other host on today. Uh, Shane works in telecommunications, so he sees a lot of people who come in, like we've texted before the show, um, people who come in who are very much benefiting from the ACP program. Yeah, I think we have, you know, over 200,000 people in Mississippi on it. I don't have that number at the tip of my tongue, but it's a very important program. And as we build out, and that's really what I'm here to talk about today is the BEAD, B-E-A-D program, Mm -hmm. the BEAD Mm -hmm. federal grant program. As we build out, we want to make sure that there are opportunities for uh, low-income folks to participate in that. Yeah, and I imagine Mississippi is one of the higher represented uh, states in the nation when it comes to the ACP program. Uh, I would think so, yeah. Yeah, we are. Right. Um, so yep. Sabir and I have both shared in the yep. past, we're each from you know fairly rural areas throughout Mississippi. So the ty- this type of directive affects us and our hometowns personally. And you know, ha- yourself having represented uh, ha- having represented areas of Mississippi yourself, you've helped these types of communities, and Beam continues that. We do. So we will administer. So our name is Beam uh, Broadband Expansion Accessibility of Mississippi. And we are going to be administering a federal grant that is called BEAD, B-E-A-D, okay. uh, Broadband Equity Accessibility Deployment. And BEAD is a, nationally, it's a $45 billion pot of money. Uh, Mississippi has been allocated $1.2 billion based on our number of unserved and underserved locations. Now, we don't have that money sitting in our bank account yet, uh, right. but it has been allocated to the state, and we are working through the steps to unlock that money. Uh, that's what every state in the nation is doing right now. Right. I, uh, Sabir, I think we kind of got lucky with uh, the <laughs> Mississippi being the last part of the acronym on that. We got a, another word ourselves to add into that. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And, and, and that's, that's right. Beam and B. That was pretty lucky. <laughs> pretty close yes, there. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So, cool. I, I, yeah. Go ahead, Sabir. 
Well, I was going to say is, this is this is amazing. Definitely hearing about you know everything that's happening, and and, and you know I'm sure that's going to be done for a lot of the infrastructure work. Uh, and I'm and we'll, I'm sure we'll get into the conversation later. I know I'm I'm from the Hattiesburg. I hail from Hattiesburg area, Pine Belt. I live in Metro Jackson, but I'm from uh, the the Hattiesburg area. And I know we've had like some smaller organizations, a smaller like a PRVO and a couple other mm-hmm. folks that are starting to provide broadband, not from your bigger companies, your bigger telecommunications companies, but stuff that's basically homegrown. And uh, it's it's great to see that, you know, that we're having, you know, state government dig in and be able to say we're going to make this happen for everybody, especially in a time where things like telehealth and other things where you got to have broadband to be able to, you know, contact the uh, to health communicators, to health professionals and all those things. And even like when COVID came through, we've talked about this in shows past before, mm-hmm. Shane, where COVID came and everybody all suddenly have kids having to work from home. My youngest son at the time was 10 years old. So he was having to work from home and having broadband is super, super important. Really appreciate everything you and the administration is doing to try to make this happen. Look, Looking forward to hearing more about it today. Well, our task is to reach every residential location in Mississippi with mm-hmm. uh, with broadband and the preference in this. When we talk about broadband, we're talking about high-speed Internet. Right. And the preference in this grant program is fiber. So we will be uh, providing grants to providers to run fiber as, as much as possible. Now, uh, I'm, I'm from a rural area also, and we know that there are some areas – uh, where that are so rural that perhaps uh, economically it makes more sense to use some other type of technology, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we are going to run fiber as much as possible where it makes mm. uh, good economic sense. Right. Mm. So the BEAM acronym, Broadband Expansion and Accessibility of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the simplest terms, what does what does the BEAM acronym, what is the goal of this? So, as far as a broadband internet to everywhere, um, you know, in the most rural areas, correct? So our agency is really tasked with developing broadband policy for the state of Mississippi and uh, administering all funding sources, uh, whether it be a, a state fund, which uh, right now we don't have any state funds. A few years ago, we had some CARES Act money. And actually, in my previous job, that's kind of how I got into the broadband world. In my previous job at the utility staff, we administered that CARES Act funding uh, for it was $75 million worth of broadband expansion throughout the state. It was had a match component, so it ended up being $150 million. Majority of that was done by our electric co-ops. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so there, there's some different streams of funding. There's this bead funding. We have some ARPA funding right now. So it is our job to at, at the BEAM office to administer these funds, comply with all the different rules, and work out a method of reaching every residential location in Mississippi. Right. Well, cool. We uh, gotcha. yeah. I, I, you've brought it up a little bit. The uh, the question of how are we going to fund it comes up all the time with this type of stuff. Um, and uh, my question is, with with the funding, how where are these sources? What what do these? You know, you said ARPA, and what what is that exactly? So, um, 
ARPA was uh, some some funding, you know, through the uh, let's see, I may not have the exact uh, <laughs> exact federal program, but you know, ARPA was related to the pandemic funding, um, and so we know that um, we have 162 million of of ARPA funding. It's called Capital Projects Fund, and we are working on uh, we're working on getting that funding out right now, making those determinations. Thanks for listening to MPB Think Radio and tuning in to Everyday Tech this morning. My name is Abram Naney. I've got Sabir Abdul-Haq here with me, along with our guest for the hour, Director Sally Doty of the, of the Beam Project. Email your questions or comments to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Today we're talking about the broadband expansion and accessibility of Mississippi Project, whose goal is to bring a strong internet connection to all areas of Mississippi. Now, we were just talking during the break. You said... Um, we're talking about getting uh, internet access to all rural areas of Mississippi, and you guys have a map of this internet access, right? We do. So the first thing you have to understand is exactly where service is and where there may already be federal funding. And you would think that that would already be in a nice, neat package somewhere, but it is not because there are a lot of different federal programs. Uh, We have the FCC map that shows Mississippi as 100% served because they include some satellite service that that really does not give us high enough speed to to do some of the work that you need to do. So we have created our own Mississippi map, and I want everyone to go to that map and look at that map. Uh, If you go to our agency website, uh, which is uh, beam.ms.gov, you can go to the map. If you want to go straight to the map, it is broadbandms.com slash bead b-e-a-d map uh, broadband ms.com slash bead bead map let me see yeah that's it that's it it's, but, uh, it's an impressive map it, looking it, at it yeah it's uh, we, we have worked extremely hard and and you know put some taxpayer dollars you know into that map because it is so important i heard a statistic that in most broadband expansion programs, about 30% of the funding is uh, wasted, for lack of a better word here. I hate to use oh, that wow. term, but, wow. you know, because you don't have good enough information to know exactly where the service needs to go. So we don't want any of that. We need to use all of our funding uh, in the places that need it most. So if you look at that map, we have little white dots on it that shows, and, yep. and we have every location on there. The white yep. dots show where there's already service. The red dots show where it is unserved. Blue dots show where it is underserved. And then um, green dots, and we have a lot of green on our map, shows where there is an existing federal funding commitment. Uh, Mississippi was very fortunate back in uh, around 2020. There was the Rural Digital Opportunity Fund from the FCC. So I don't handle this. The FCC goes straight from the FCC to providers. Uh, funded a lot of locations in Mississippi. They may not be built out yet, but but it's coming. And the money is allocated for those locations. Uh, and we cannot give additional funding on top of that. So we can't stack that funding. But if you will look at that map, man, it provides a lot of different filters. You can sort it different ways. You can look at where all the unserved places in Mississippi right. are. You can look right. at where uh, all the uh, wireless is in Mississippi. You mm-hmm. can look at where mm-hmm. all the the fiber is. 
So yeah. it's, it's got a lot of different filters, a lot of things you can look at. You can also put your address in at the upper right-hand mm-hmm. corner. It goes straight to your address. And then you can look at all the providers that are available for your address. So we've worked extremely hard. But I know, I hate to admit this, you know, I'm a woman. I know there might be some things wrong on that map. <laughs> I know. Usually I maintain that I'm right about everything. Just ask my husband. But I think that's just about everyone. Is, is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, so inherently we know there are some, some things wrong on this map. Yeah. And also this map, all of the information on this map really – the, the different speeds on this map are pro- given by providers. Our Internet service providers have to report in to uh, the FCC uh, once, I think it's twice a year now. And, and so that's all the information we have. We do not have information yet from uh, communities that, that may say, hey, it shows that we're served here. But, we, you know, it's, it's so. Right. So this is the opportunity. We're about to run a challenge process. Uh, and we are trying to get that word out. We're working through local city and county governments. We uh, just did a tour and met with all the planning and development districts. So we are going to run this challenge process probably over mid to late March. And this will be an opportunity for uh, communities can participate, nonprofits and Internet service providers to get our map totally correct as we then move into the grant phase of this project right no i know we actually actually now that we're talking about this i realize we've talked about this map before haven't we sabir yes we have i I used it when i moved down here i I Uh had no idea i didn't even i didn't realize that was you guys Uh, sabir you got something on your mind don't you well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like in terms of like, and we were talking about just in terms of availability, correct? So this is awesome, like in terms of having this. Thank you so much, Sally. One of the questions: so the PDD engagements, the the uh, planning development, plan development um, engagement that you have mm-hmm. was looking at everything. And first off, I am looking at the map on my. Uh, I am looking at the map right now on my computer. This is very impressive. It's, I mean, it's this is very good. Wanted to know, um, though, PDD engagements, will they be in other parts of the state? Like, we see the ones that you've done so far in 2024. Are there some other locations? And, and is this open for community to sit in and ask questions? So, or is this more like- So we have been meeting with communities for the past mm-hmm. year and a half. Uh, I think I've been to the Delta 20 times. I have two people in the Delta right now. I'm meeting with the Legislative Black Caucus at lunch. (laughs) You know, we have, I mean, we have been on the road. And so we have met with a lot of different communities. And and then, honestly, by by virtue of me being in the legislature before, um, you know, a lot of those legislators have reached out to me. Hey, will you meet with my county officials? They they have a problem. Yes. So we've I've met individually, and my office has with a lot of different small towns. Uh, I think the the mayor of Pickens, Mississippi. I'll give her a shout out. She and I are best friends now. You know, <laughs> nice. So nice. so we have had a lot of these conversations, and then just community engagement meetings around the state to uh you know let people know what is coming and and we're going to work through those i hope those pdds uh this might be news to them (laughs) but they are they've been so gracious to us but uh we're going to work through them to work through this challenge process 
Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's that's excellent. Thank you so much. And particularly because, you know, you get elected leadership and when you're running your department and everything else, you get elected leadership to be able to therefore trickle that information back down to constituents. That's right. And constituents can trickle back up so that you can be able to, like you're saying on the uh, on the bead, like on the map and everything else to say like, hey, everybody, this is where it is. This is great. We definitely need to have more news outlets and social media, um, so, social media folks to be able to say, look, this is where you want to know, Mr. Mississippi, because uh, I know we've brought up the ACP thing. We were worried about that on a federal level, mm-hmm. but it's great that your organization, your agency is is doing what it can to be able to go ahead and fill this up. And we've got, you said, $1.2 billion with a B with that's a coming for with a, <laughs> But it's going to take with, all of that with oh, a yeah, B. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. positively, yeah. as I like to say. Yes, yeah. indeed. Um, well, one thing, I was, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, I was, was going to say, you know, what we will do is, so I we're in the process right now of awarding this ARPA funding. So we're, we're working through to make that final. So we'll add that to the map and then we'll run this challenge process, get our map corrected as much as possible. And then we will know truly where the remaining portions of unserved and underserved are. And then we will, our office with the help of some extreme, extremely smart uh, subject matter experts will help us draw project areas around the state. Then we will open that up for a competitive grant. We already have our scoring rubric, I think, up on our website. It's in our initial proposal if anyone wants to get into the details. So uh, we will then open it up for applications, and then we will score those applications and then make those awards to providers uh, and then hopefully get those providers started just as soon as possible. Right. All right. Well, uh, Sally, I, I warned you when we were coming on that we were going to get some callers. And uh, our good friend Chico in Oxford is ready for us. Oh, let's okay. go, Chico. Let's go, let's Chico. Go, Chico. What you got for us, man? Hey, good morning, y'all. I, uh, I have a programming segment suggestion for Everyday Tech, but I do want to say thank you to the United States federal government and taxpayers around the country for making it possible for Mississippi to have these grants to get broadband and other things. And my programming suggestion is, you know, I hear on Everyday Tech a lot of uh, you can get it at Walmart, go to Kroger and get it, that kind of thing. And I realize that sometimes that would be the answer to a question. But I think it'd be great if we could give the shout-outs to local Mississippi-owned businesses. Absolutely. it is Mississippi people and Mississippi businesses that are the bedrock of Mississippi Public Radio. That's yeah. all I got, y'all. Yeah. I yeah. agree. I agree, Chico. No, that wasn't hard correct. for me at all. <laughs> Not <laughs> Not at all. Nah, nah. Yeah, just completely complimentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, Chico. And, and, yeah, we uh, yeah. we always try to. Sabir's a lot more familiar with these uh, local tech places and local local Mississippi-owned businesses. So uh, whenever he gets those questions, he does try to bring up you know computer repair shops in whoever's area and yeah. stuff. So we we yeah. do need to talk about some more locally owned stuff maybe we'll have someone on at some point so thank you we might do that we might do we might that might be something to discuss i've got one folks one set of folks that i swear by in brandon i love them and in brandon i know a a couple of folks in hattiesburg on the coast we can definitely do that so yeah yeah, appreciate it chico sometimes 
sometimes it gets easy to say the umbrella word, the big box stores. You right. know? Yeah, yeah. Y- y'all, y'all know my feelings about those. But then again, uh, at the same time, some there may not be a computer store in a certain area. But there's, I mean, actually, I forgot. There's a great spot in Macomb. I forgot about them. Uh, one thing about me, uh, Miss Doty, I, I've I'm traveled around the state. I've been in just about. I've been in all 82 counties and I kind of map things as I need them. So especially when it comes to technology, people will call us from different areas of the state or whatever and be like, well, yeah, it's a little bit of a drive, but if you head on over there to Macomb, mm-hmm. right there, you'll go holler at this person. And so, yeah, it's, we try to be able to be as, as thorough as possible here. So, yeah. 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 Appreciate it, Chico. You're right. You're right. Local businesses. Shout out to local businesses. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, when yep. we were talking about the broadband map and stuff, you said it, the certain colors represent unserved, underserved, uh, completely served. What What do those words mean in, in the as far as data is concerned? So what does that mean? I'm, I'm going to give the speeds and, and maybe uh, your co-host can give me uh, what kind of technology that is. Maybe. All right. So okay, uh, I'll try. OK. All right. So um, this this grant is to provide speeds of over 100 down, 20 up. Okay. okay? That's yeah. Good. That that's, that's good. their threshold. So mm-hmm. on our map, we consider anything that is 25 down and three up to be totally underserved, which mm-hmm. probably means mm-hmm. it's some sort of satellite technology. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would definitely agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely so, agree. so that that's what you got is totally unserved from mm-hmm. twenty five down to three up to that one hundred down twenty up is underserved, and right. you know within that category it's probably going to be some legacy copper systems that are out there, right. some older systems yeah. that are yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. So so right. when we're talking about that, that's upload and download speed. So mm-hmm. when you're talking about you know, uh, is it 100 down, 100 download? 100 down. So that's 100 megabytes download. I remember um, when I lived back in, right outside of Tupelo, I had 500 kilobytes. So that's Mm 0.5 of a megabyte (laughs) download speed um, instead of 100 megabyte speed. And and from my understanding, you know, the the download speed sometimes not as difficult as that upload speed, which is is difficult. That's correct. So, so yes. that, but that upload speed is what we need now for Zoom mm-hmm. calls, video calls, yeah. and, and different yeah. things. So, um, and, yeah. yeah. I would also say that also positive, we can also, so it's good, and there is to be able to have a healthy network speed, it does operate on a ratio. Like you said, 100 to 20, there's a, that's a five, right? 20, 25 to three, there's still a ratio that's happening. What's also important is the latency. And this is like on the so if your if your latency is real high, for example, so really quality Internet, you could survive. Really, you could survive with twenty five and three, twenty five down, three up if if the latency is really is relatively uh, low. So I would, I would say I, I have been looking for someone to help me define latency. I have my definition <laughs> and what I use, but let me hear you define it. OK. So great point. So the best way to be able to say it is almost like a and 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 Abram knows how I love analogies on the show. Um, I'm going to guess you're going to go with a body analogy on this one. I'm not. I'm not on this. <laughs> His one. wife is a nurse. That's why we said that. His wife is a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Um, Best way to do it, I'm actually not even going to do a, a, a analogy. The best way is it's, it's almost like a static. It's almost like static. If the static is, is higher on the phone, I can't you really well. So the lower the static, the crisper the call. 
and a healthy latency is basically like I would say for today's needs for like even what we're doing now with the Skype call or anything else like that, a healthy latency would be 30, no more than 45 milliseconds or less. Uh, yeah, I think that, less. That's better. So if this, you're going to do – if it's going to be like 50 or higher, you're going to have problems. So this challenge process that we are running, you can have a speed challenge. And you want your speed to be high, correct? We want high yes, speeds, correct, correct, but we correct. want a low latency. So the challenge can be based on a latency if it is uh, below 100. Uh, mm-hmm. 100, I don't know. Uh, wait, I, I've forgotten what the uh, acronym um, there is. 100. Um, meg- megabits? Megabits, like I guess. 100, yeah. meg- so, 100, 100. 100 megs per second. Yeah, yeah, 100 megs. Yeah. I, I'm a lawyer by trade. I, I'm not the subject matter <laughs> expert, but... Um, I, I know just enough uh, yeah. to to administer these grants, but uh, <laughs> the these challenges that we have, um, there are several different challenges. So it can be a speed challenge, and I'm going to tell you those speed challenges aren't necessarily easy uh, for an area to prevail in a speed challenge. We have to have six. Uh, different locations to participate in that speed challenge. So you're probably going to need 10 or 12, right? Mm -hmm. So six to participate, and they must do that speed challenge uh, three times. So so it's not an an easy thing. And so that's why we're really going to be working with some nonprofits to really have some boots on the ground to help us uh, get those things done. Uh, But then we'll take latency challenges. There's also a challenge if – um, if it if service is advertised as available, but it is not available, I, I have some friends right. who kind of live on the edge of town, and there's a large carrier. It shows that they should be able to get service, but they get the right. tech out, and the tech says, "Oh no, we we, we can't yeah. serve this mm-hmm. area." So right, uh, right. service availability, if all that is offered is resi- is business service and it's a residence that's another challenge mm-hmm. um, and then we also are making sure that we have all of our community anchor institutions listed on our map uh, we okay. have they're there you have to scroll you have to really zoom in to look at them they're yellow <laughs> right. Um, right. but we if so we have orders of priorities with this grant we have to reach all unserved first then we have to show that we can reach underserved and if we have funding left then we can provide gig service to community anchor institutions Ooh. now we're not gonna, we're not going to pay your bill every month no right. no 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 but we're going to make sure that there is is fiber to that institution so that is right. uh, schools uh, public health, public safety, and so we think we we have about a six thousand uh, location list, but we want to make sure that we did not miss anyone. So that again, our PDDs and communities are helping us with that. Right, right. And, and 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 that's very important what you're saying in terms of like you have certain things because there's so many Votec schools that are around the state. People are not familiar with technical services uh, schools. I'm from Marion County, Columbia Way, uh, and we have like a good friend of mine runs the uh, uh, the Marion County uh, Votec uh, Services Center right out right in Columbia, and they and she does amazing work. There's also one in Carson, nearby Carson, Mississippi, just outside of uh, just outside of Prentice. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. So these could be great spots to be able to still, even if you to have even more increased services and, and things like that, the week that the community can be able to come to learn certain things, have services, have have uh, programs, workshops, seminars at a faster location. Even that that would be great. That's really a, that's really exciting. Well, and that's such a great segue into another grant that we will be administering. We don't have all the details yet, but it mm-hmm. is a digital skills and accessibility grant. Uh, we think it'll be three or four million dollars a year which is a whole lot of money mm-hmm. but uh, when right, you talk right. about a billion then you're like oh it's just a couple right yeah uh, mm-hmm. no, it's a lot of money but uh we we will yeah. have that far i think three or four years so we're we're waiting all the details on that are going to be released i think the first of april but our right. office will be okay. handling that and, and we are going to work to help Maybe some existing state programs. I know our our library system has a pretty you know pretty vast reach and mm-hmm. and offers computer uh, labs really and and Wi Fi. So, you know, we're going to work through some existing state programs, but also have a competitive grant program um, for some skills activities throughout right. the state. Now, while we were kind of waiting in the break, we got a caller that came on the line. Uh, Tom in Tupelo has a question for us. What's going on, Tom? Hey. Um Actually, I'm a little bit closer to the Albany in Onion County. Okay. But, uh, okay. I, I lived in New Albany for a little bit, Tom. And I know that. <laughs> All right. um, a couple of years ago when they signed this thing that said, you know, accessibility needs to be raised, uh, I had moved back here from Georgia in 2018. And, of course, I started looking for uh, providers. Now, Two-tenths of a mile north of me is where a road keys in, and around that corner is where my brother lives. He said, well, call this place. I'm not going to shame them yet. And um, so I called them, and they said, well, no, when that county road ties into your county road, we go north because there's only four houses between you and the next county road. We would spend $5,000 just to stream, you know, uh, accessibility out that way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, crap. So I wound up having to go with one of them cellular. It's a cell phone with no buttons on it <laughs> to uh, the Internet from uh, from a well-known uh, acronym. Starts with A, ends with T. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> once, the governor, once the governor signed that thing that said, you got to have it. Well, that company that I had called before suddenly has fiber strung and less than... 60 feet from the end of my trailer, they've got a box on the on the pole with it all cabled up. So if I called them now, they couldn't tell me that I couldn't get internet. But, I, you know, I'm already vested in everything else. So basically, you know, they lost a customer on that. But, um, <laughs> well, uh, when they sign in, it's going to help a lot of people in a lot of places. Because most of us yeah. live in boonies. Mississippi is 80% boonies. So... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, Sally, what's your read on that? I, I think that there is a lot of activity out there, mm-hmm. which is yeah. why this map is so important and why it's it's been a little bit more difficult than I anticipated because, you know, there is continuing building going on. There's there's private money that's being put into it. Just a lot of companies are investing in, in different areas. And then there is additional grant funding and and commitments that are being built out so uh it is like a giant puzzle jigsaw puzzle that Mm -hmm. we are trying to put together that changes all the time oh yeah for sure 
Yeah, what? I mean, it, it's it it is ever changing. So you know, like like Tom said, like many people, I'm sure have experienced. You know, people yeah. have had it one day, then the next day, or haven't had it one day, then the next couple of weeks or so, then they suddenly have the funding for but it. I, I am but. so um, hopeful uh, that. And, I, and we are taking all the steps to to reach everyone. And it's so important that we have a state broadband office now. This this grant program really pushed states to have a, a state broadband office. You know, for example, uh, one of the guys in the office now, we were we look at this map all the time. So we were looking at the map, and, and we looked at, I believe it was Winstonville over in the Delta. For some reason, we were looking at it, and um, it showed it was fully served. High speed mm-hmm. internet. And we're like, what? Fiber. And we're like, yeah. what the heck? It, it was just a mistake on the map. We called the provider that said right. that they served it. And we were like, hey, do y'all have Winstonville? They're like, no, we don't have no. them. You mm-hmm. know, so right. I don't know how that mistake happened. We were able to get it corrected. And so, you know, now they show correctly on our map. So, you yeah. know, we're, we're looking for those uh, problems on our map. You know, it is a yeah. lot of data on that map, a whole lot. Yeah. So, right. And, right. And, and we're down to location data. Now we've we got everybody's location. We have, you know, more and more technology that allows mm-hmm. us to do that. And in the past, you use shape files where you just kind of mm-hmm. drew a drew a shape around it and said oh we have all these all these addresses within the shape and sometimes that was not very precise Mm -hmm. so now we have this location data we 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 we, everybody knows where you live now it's all it's nothing that's not already out there you know Mm -hmm. so we are using that data um to make sure we have service to everybody yeah absolutely and that's that's one that you guys found but really it's up to citizens of these of these unreached areas unserved areas to to tell you guys hey this is not accurate to the map now if if my map is correct if if it says you're unserved or you're served and that's your status great (laughs) that's great but but if it is wrong if it shows you are served and you say man mine spin mine spins all the time when i try to stream (laughs) something or do a zoom call if it shows you're served and you're having problems like that we need you to be be watching. We need you to contact some sort of local government official. Call the mayor's office. Call your county supervisor and let them know. Hey, yep. we've got a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so, well, Tom, thanks for your call. Uh, Sabir, what 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 was your question? Well, I, I did have one comment. So it's two it's two things. One is interesting. I'm a part of a coalition of folks, uh, and we're working on like a statewide. So it's great that we're having this conversation, uh, Ms. Doty, Ms. Doty, that we're that we're having now. And I would love to learn. Our organization would love to be able to just learn when. I know you said you don't have like all the the specifics and everything for that um, for that grant that's coming out. That if anything's after, but I would love to discuss. Our organization would love to discuss. One thing I was curious though is. The question is, um, I, I was looking on the website, reading everything as we were getting ready for the show, uh, the middle mile and the ARPA funds that are coming out. What if hometown like Mississippi companies like TEC, Megagate out of Hattiesburg, Seaspire, and even external companies like Xfinity, AT&T, or Verizon done to provide assistance or infrastructure to help complete this project? Or have they? Has it been just like a Mississippi, you know, your office kind of thing? So the, there is a federal middle mile grant that was has already been awarded. Uh, I don't think there was any Mississippi provider that 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 was an awardee, a successful awardee. Um, I know there was one uh, kind of national company 
Uh, Zao, I think, got some middle mile funding. They they have some fiber that runs along 20 uh, across the state. So I, I'm not as familiar with those middle mile projects uh, as I am being more focused just on this residential. Mm-hmm. Understood. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's my question. Cool. And and definitely would love to learn. I just followed you. Uh, just followed your you and Beam's yes. Twitter or X. <laughs> uh, so, but when. I guess y'all will be making announcements there we, and on social media when those, when those grants are. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely be touching base with my colleagues. Again, we're working with – they already are a very well-known um, um, tech and social media platform that they've got going on through Instagram and everything. And we're working on doing things like a, te- a tech revolution kind of, uh, kind of things to be able to help uh, basically to integrate and educate uh, folks, not only just Mississippians, because we're based all over, but we're home quartered, headquartered in Mississippi to help educate. And uh, and we would love to, you know, learn more about that grant opportunity. So well, thank Sabir, you. For, for I, I think you and that. I might need to have a conversation. I think after so. This, That'll work. this was a yes. good. This That'll was, work. Yes. I link this together, right? There you go. But I do. I encourage everyone uh, follow, follow me. I put all my, you know, all this beam. This this is my life right now. So right. I put all of this on my personal Twitter, which is just at Sally Sally Doty S A L L. Oh, I think I'm Doty. I lost my Twitter account a few years ago, so I had to redo it. I think it's Doty Doty Sally D O T Y D O T Y Sally. I'm easy to find. And then the Beam Office has a Twitter as well. We have Facebook. And so we're going to put, be putting more and more information on social media. We're going to be pushing it out as in as many different ways as possible. Because people get information in different ways. We know that. So yeah. that's one reason yeah. I really appreciate MPB for having me on today as well. Yeah, we're, we're happy to have you on. And I, I just yeah. kind of joked about that. I didn't. I You guys contacted Jermaine. And this this is Jermaine did a good job with this. So thanks, Jermaine. I was for just that. passing along a message. That's all I was doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm a piece of the message. A messenger, basically. All right. We 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 definitely have a lot of folks that are listening. I've got one of my colleagues. He's from Mississippi, but he's listening in D.C. right now, and we he's been texting me, be like, "Yo, really? You know, we just having conversations <laughs> and ideas." So definitely, Sally, definitely, we'll reach out if you would, Abram. Please give her my number. I would definitely appreciate it. And absolutely, and yeah, yeah, yeah right. definitely work. Perfect. Yep. Uh, we have another caller on the line before the end of the show. Cool. James in Jackson. Uh, has some questions about accessibility. What's going on, James? Yeah, good morning to the producers and uh, to Esquire uh, Solidarity. How are you, man? And nice? Just fine. Doing all right. That's great. Uh, I'm so impressed to be fortunate to listen to this program at this hour. Uh, apparently, I am an educator. And uh, two years ago, during the COVID uh, experience, uh, I was to conduct uh, an, uh, a virtual uh, uh, workshop for educators in the rural schools uh, wherein uh, they need an opportunity to serve their students during the COVID uh, lockdown. Right. Unfortun- unfortunately, uh, not many students and teachers have uh, the internet services at home, even in their schools. And uh, the ones they have in schools doesn't work very well, and they need to go to the hot spot, to hot spot area to get things done. Well, yeah. that is some of them. But majority mm. of them do not have this access to this uh, 
technology. Uh, mm. I just I heard this uh, information about uh, digital skills accessibility grant. I'm just looking for another new way students in this uh, the the students in this populated areas can get access to this type of grant in their house, hold, mm. or in their schools as well. And uh, you mentioned something about the library. Uh, we were supposed to put some printers in the local libraries so that mm. when students uh, do something like 3D printing, they can go to the library and collect their stuff. But uh, most areas didn't have this accessibility, uh, this opportunity at that time. I don't know if uh, they will qualify to apply for this grant if the opportunity comes, man. Mm. Right. Thanks for your call, James. Yeah, uh, certainly that the pandemic showed us the problems that we have. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say all of our libraries now have fiber to that library. I've talked to the library association, so they have completed a big project. So they have better accessibility. Um, I know there was a big push uh, with some COVID money. You know, we all the students were now one to one. All the students have a computer, uh, but there is still a problem with accessibility at home. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully this will maybe be that final step there to make sure that there is accessibility at home. So every student can have access with an affordable option uh, for for high speed Internet. Right. And we we touched on it a little bit earlier, but that that digital divide. Uh, we were gonna. We've only got a couple minutes left of the show, so we can't fully get into it. But um, like James said, you know, some people go home, kids go home, and you know, the parents might not know how to even get sure. them onto a Zoom meeting for their, for their class. exactly. And I think that was a, a big problem. So we will have this digital skills and accessibility grant. Uh, there is also a federal component of that grant. I think you can apply to the feds directly, and then we will, as a state. Uh, have some of it too. Again, I am waiting on all the rules to be uh, put out there for us. So I don't have all the details on that, but I expect it uh, in April. I'll have it on our agency website as soon as it comes out. Right. All right. Well, we've got about 30 seconds left of the show. You uh, Can you tell us you know, where we can find more information, some links and stuff. I'll have them in the podcast info. Sure. So, so uh, just go to our, our agency website. If you if you Google BEAM, B-E-A-M, and Mississippi, BEAM, Mississippi, it shows up. So it's beam.ms.gov, if you can remember that. So if you'll just go to our website, we have everything there. You can click on the challenge map to look at it. You can see all of our information, all the different grants, and uh, we just hope you will participate in that challenge process. Process if my map is wrong on for your particular area. Right. Yes. Well, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and getting in touch with us. It was, uh, you know, always good to educate people about this type of thing. There's there's a lot going on in broadband expansion in Mississippi. So absolutely. Thank you for this opportunity to let everyone know. All right. Thank Thanks, you. Sally. Thank, thank you, Sabir. Nice Doty. to meet you. Thank you, Sabir, as well. Uh, so if you missed any of the show, make sure you listen back to it on your favorite podcasting app or download the MPB Public Media app. Everyday Tech is brought to you by Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and generous contributions from listeners. Our show today was engineered by Jermaine Flood. Call screener was Charles Arnold and Will Pickering. I've been your host, Abram Nanny, also the podcast producer. Thank you for tuning in. And again, thanks to Director Doty for coming on today. Up next is Dr. Jimmy Stewart with the original Southern Remedy on MPB Think Radio.
Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.